Good evening to you. Good evening and welcome back to another Power Up Tuesday right here on TDN Radio. This is Untapped Potential for today, Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. And I am your host, Dr. Simone, coming to you from a wet and dreary Georgia. <laughs> you know, the last few weeks have been so beautiful and sunny and cool, but unfortunately, the last week has been quite rainy and dreary. But despite the rain, we are grateful for life, we are grateful for each other, and we are grateful for this medium to, which allows us to come together and get powered up, get energized for the week ahead. So it is great to have you on board as we get energized for another week together. As always, we have another full hour for you. Uh, our guest this evening is going to be uh, Indigenous Bushman Cyril Brown out there in Florida. And he is a herbalist by training. And he stopped by a couple of weeks ago via Facebook Live program to tell us all about the importance of the herbs that we grew up in in Dominica and many of these herbs he actually has for sale through his uh, own private business. So I thought I would bring you his interview this evening, especially as we continue to battle COVID-19 and we continue to strengthen our bodies to be able to fight off this deadly virus. So again, the, the interview is taped via Facebook Live and I'll bring you a portion of the interview. So due to time constraints, I usually just give you about mm, 40 minutes of each interview that we do via Facebook Live and then the rest of the interview, the entire interview, I post on my website, Push Past 10, so you're able to see the interview in its entirety. So again, it is great to be here with you for another Power Up Tuesday. As we get the program started, we will go ahead and enjoy this particular song from Mr. Nasio Fountain. Ja will never forsake me, as I truly believe that so many of us are stressed and frustrated and anxious and depressed. And sometimes we wonder, well, where is God in all of this? But I want us to remember that despite all the challenges, God will never never forsake us so we have to go through the darkness to get to the light so let us enjoy this one from Nasio Fountain Ja will never forsake me and then we will go straight into our Facebook live interview and don't forget to stay tuned until the end of the 
program as we continue to discuss how our uh, global community continues to grow and all our Facebook Live programming that we have coming up in October. Because looking at the calendar, the month of September is uh, quickly speeding along. So we already have to start looking forward to October and maybe even Christmas. <laughs> so I hope that you're enjoying a productive week uh this week and that you have great plans for how you will be able to move your goal ahead because as a reminder when we come here each and every Tuesday it is a reminder that we have important life goals that we are working on and that we should spend some time each and every week working on those important life goals so let's go ahead and enjoy this number by Nasio Fountain Ja will never forsake me and then we will go right into our interview with herbalist indigenous bushman Cyril Brown out of Florida. So enjoy this number. Block one door. 
Impact Potential is brought to you through the kind compliments of Badui Financial Services. How many times have you said that this is the year that you will finally pay off your credit cards, get out of debt, and build financial security for your family? With the challenges of COVID-19 and with 2022 right around the corner, this is a great time to get your finances in order. Give Badui Financial Services a call at 434-535-6099. That number again, 434-535-6099. Proven solutions to get you out of debt and finally on track to building financial security. But do we financial services 434 535 6? journey, you know, how it all started with my one of my older brothers, you know, taking me out there and, uh, and showing me and teaching me about the herbs specifically you know and about the ground and and uh growing food and how it connects you know to the to the sun and and the moon right and, and the phases of the moon and stuff like that and man you know that really got me locked in you know that got me locked in i was a teenager uh, back then about mm, 15 16 i would say and that really got me locked into the herbalism, herbalism, man. So that did it for me, you know. And uh, also my mom, you know, my mom was one of my great teachers. You know, may her soul continue to rest in peace. Uh, she was a great, great, great teacher in my life. Um, everything I, I know. Uh, she taught me <laughs> everything. Yeah. And uh, I absorbed it, you know, I, I received it. And uh, it, it's with me now, you know, so it's, that's pretty cool. So, anyway, um, I was about 20, 21 years of age, and uh, I suffered a really bad migraine headache. You know, really, really bad. It, uh, I, I think it probably almost killed me. It was that bad, okay. And uh, so anyway, she was she was the one who helped me get over that headache. You know, for months and months. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't sleep because my pineal gland was not producing any melatonin whatsoever. So I could not fall asleep. I couldn't sleep. I was depressed. Um, I was suffering from anxiety wariness and everything and it was pretty hard so again guys i wasn't always this healthy person that you see mm-hmm. now okay it's it's been a journey but um so my mom uh after she uh she took care of the headache and that got fixed i was in my 20s and i don't get headaches anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> now can you share with us what what she did how she helped you yes i sure can mm-hmm. so Everyone knows uh, the healing properties of vervain, of vervain what we call it back home. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is what she used. Okay, she, uh, she got the, the entire plant, the roots, the stems, the bark, the leaves, the flowers, the entire, 
the entire plant itself. She washed it up, cleaned it up, and she boiled it. Let it boil until it got really, really dark. And she filled a container and put it in the fridge for me a week at a time. So every week she would make about a gallon. And every morning I would drink me a cup of that, a cup of bourbon. And in a matter of three weeks, what no one else could fix for me, mm. I fixed it. Wow. You know, and up to today in my um in my headache, my headache medicine blend, of course, what's in there? Vervain. Gotta have vervain combined with other herbs like sour subbush, right? And uh, this is one of my uh, my products you will find on my link. Simone is going to share with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yes, let me do that right now again. Yeah, so so vervain, um, since that time, has always been a part of my arsenal. Mm -hmm. You know, as an herbalist, I always use vervain. It's a go-to medicine for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we have so many common ailments that are out there that are plaguing so many of us. So I wanted to use this as an opportunity for us to talk about anything that is plaguing us. I know one of the big concerns a lot of us have surround the area of digestive health. Yes. And, and stomach issues. So I wanted to kind of talk about some common ailments that many of us suffer with headaches, migraine headaches, like you mentioned. And what are some of the remedies that you can offer us for those particular ailments? Sure. Before we delve there, let me just um, say my disclaimer one more time in case it got missed by Facebook when we got shot out. Yes. So, <laughs> As always, I am not a doctor, guys, or a medical professional. I am an herbalist, health educator, and a researcher. I do not, I do not prescribe medicine, nor do I provide medical advice. All my work is educational and informational. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about indigestion for a minute. Is that okay, Simone? Can we talk? Yes, about absolutely. All right. Mm -hmm. And then we'll get we'll get into a little bit more because it seems that a lot of people um, don't understand what it is and how it happens and how to how to fix it or get rid of it. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Okay, so what is it? So indigestion is discomfort in your upper abdominal area. Okay, it's also called dyspepsia. Okay, so indigestion is a group of symptoms as opposed to a disease. It's not a disease. It's a symptom, a type of symptom. And it happens to almost everyone, okay? Almost everyone uh, gets indigestion at some point in their life. Okay, so eating habits or chronic digestive problems can trigger indigestion. And, and some of the symptoms um, of indigestion is stomach pain or bloating, when you feel bloated you know, heartburn, nausea, vomiting, and feeling full during a meal or not being able to finish eating, okay? Could be a symptom of uh, indigestion. Feeling uncomfortably full after eating a normal sized meal also. is burning sensation in the stomach or the esophagus. is stressing sensation in your stomach, experiencing excessive gas or belching and also pain, 
Okay, but symptoms could get a little bit more dangerous, like severe vomiting. Okay, vomit that is bloody, it looks like coffee, okay, on or unexplained weight loss, or black stool, or trouble swallowing. Okay, all those are severe symptoms of indigestion. Okay, also, if you eat too quickly, if you don't chew your food thoroughly, or if you overeat, okay, if you eat fatty foods or greasy foods or spicy foods, you drink a lot of caffeine, caffeine, carbonated beverages, smoking, you could, you could drink alcohol, or if you suffer from anxiety, you could get, you could get indigestion as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm happy, I'm, I'm happy you brought up the lifestyle um, aspect of it too, because many times we don't realize that the lifestyles that we're living causes uh, some of these ailments that we're talking about. And I'm happy to see that the questions are already coming in despite our interruption. So everyone on Facebook, I'm going to have to rely on you this evening because I'm not touching anything. I was simply sharing the live and Facebook locked me out of my own account and was asking me to identify random people. So I'm going to rely on you guys to share the live for me this evening because I'm not, I'm not touching anything. And I'm so happy I can see your comments. So let's see what we have so far. So Agnes is with us. Glenda says, blessed week, Simone and Indigenous Bushman. Um, Mema has a question. She says, what are the other benefits of Veven? Yes, good question. Yeah, so keep sending the questions, guys, because we want to make sure we get to them. Yes, yeah, some of the other benefits of Batman is, uh, and I was actually going to talk about that later on, but since the question popped up right now, let's just do it. Okay, so if you're having trouble sleeping, okay, Batman is a sedative. Okay, it will help you sleep. And I actually have an entire segment on that, but I will still touch on it right now. Mm -hmm. It will help you sleep, okay? It, it's a bitter herb. It also mitigates indigestion, okay? So bitter herbs mitigate indigestion. But here is the thing. You have to take your, your bitter herbs before you eat, not after you eat. Because after you eat and you, you try and drink your your bitter herbs it's not really going to help you because it's sitting on top of the food rather than in your stomach before the food gets there mm -hmm. okay so keep that in mind so vervain is very good for headaches if you have insomnia trouble sleeping all right it's going to help you if you suffer from depression you suffer from anxiety mm -hmm. okay and then the help. Mm -hmm. Now, is that a product that you have on hand? I always have them in. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. Like I said Good. earlier, like yeah. I said earlier, Simone, um, from uh, from my twenties when my mom, you know, healed me with Bevan, I've never left it behind. Mm -hmm. you know, and I grow my own. I grow my own Bevan. Yeah, absolutely. And I am going to I am going to attempt to to pin that post again to the comment section, but now I'm nervous. Uh, Bushman, I don't want to touch the Facebook. But anyway, let's keep the questions coming and we have one from Agnes. She asked, "What's best for sinus?" What's best for sinus? Sinus problems, which I yeah. suffer from as well. Oh my goodness. Okay, so for sinus, you want to get uh you want to get turmeric you get moringa, 
some ginger, and a little bit of cayenne pepper, okay? If you don't have the cayenne pepper, the whole one itself, mm -hmm. you don't have the whole pepper, okay? If you could get uh, the powder, pep uh, powdered cayenne is fine. So you mix these. The cayenne is pretty strong, so you just put a little bit of cayenne, just a taste. And then you make some tea, and then you put some honey in it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you drink it warm, as warm as possible. Mm -hmm. that's, that's just going to release all the tension up there for you. Right. Good, good, good stuff, good stuff. The questions keep coming in. I know you have your whole, your whole program set up, Bushman, <laughs> but we knew this was going to happen, and we're happy that uh, our people have questions about their health. So we have, well, Sandra Norris. Hey, Sandra, nice to see you. She says, I'm, I'm here, but I'm late. It's okay, we had to restart anyway. So thank you for being here. Paula Bellot has a very good question. She says, tell me about colon cancer, which often presents itself as diverticulitis. What can one take naturally? Ooh, that's a powerful question. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, Paula, right? Yes, Paula Bellot. Okay, Paula, what, we, what you can do is reach out to me and uh, we would have to discuss that mm -hmm. uh, between you and I. Mm -hmm. and that's going to take more than just, you know, throwing herbs at you. Right, okay, absolutely. So we could do a, a short consultation and uh, that way we understand uh, what's going on because colon cancer is pretty deep and a, uh, a simple Simple response would not suffice because mm -hmm. of the, uh, the severity of colon cancer. So we really have to talk about that. Um, yes, absolutely. And Glenda says, uh, hmm, makes sense, but the bitter herbs intake. We always <laughs> get that when we do these programs, right? That it's so tough to take those bitter, those bitter herbs. So, yeah. so what can we do? Can we can we include them in maybe a smoothie so that we don't taste the flavor? Is it less potent if we we try to mask the flavor? Well, here's the thing: if you put it in a smoothie, um, you're either gonna add juice to it, which mm. is not gonna be good, or you're gonna add milk to it, which is mm -hmm. absolutely a bad mixture right there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what you can do is uh, you could cut a lemon in half or lime and squeeze the juice in there. Or, or you drink the bitter herb and then you drink the lemon juice after it. <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> it looks harsh on you, but it, it, it will kind of take away that aftertaste from your throat. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, I understand it's hard to swallow bitter stuff. It, it's really, it's really hard, but you got to get used to it. So you right. can mix, you can mix half a lemon in there, and that should probably do it for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so still more questions coming in. Nicole Judges asks, "What would you recommend for nausea?" For nausea, mm -hmm. what would be good for nausea is um, chamomile. Mm -hmm. Okay, chamomile, very, very good. It's a flower. It smells mm -hmm. really, really sweet, and uh, you can bring that, or you could do red clover. Red clover is very good. Uh, it will help mitigate that problem. Okay, so mm -hmm. you do red clover or chamomile, and the other one, a really great one, is um, fennel. Fennel or uh, nani, 
deal with the same family. So you could either do the fennel seeds or the leaves, the herbs, or you could do nani, depending on where you are, if you could get nani. Those, mm -hmm. those are pretty good, really, really good for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Glenda, what would you recommend for high blood pressure? Now, before we come on, we were talking about the importance of monitoring your high blood pressure. So I think this is a good segue into that part of the discussion about yeah. the importance of monitoring your blood pressure and yeah. keeping your blood pressure under control. Under control. Good. Yes. And that was from Glenda? Yes, Glenda Schillingford. All right, Glenda Schillingford. All right, so, and everyone else, I'm gonna hide the name because I'm not advertising anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is my personal blood uh, blood pressure monitor. Everyone should have one of these. Mm -hmm. You guys, I'm telling you, you gotta have one of these. You gotta check your blood pressure every every day. All right, this one works on batteries, which I don't put because it has a USB cord that connects to my laptop and it comes on and I check my blood pressure. I don't have a blood pressure problem, but I like to keep it handy. Mm -hmm. I'm a herbalist. So this is very important to have. You gotta have one of those. You have to check the blood pressure to know if you should or should not take blood pressure medicine. Don't just take blood pressure medicine if you don't know your blood pressure. And how, and how often would you recommend that we check our blood pressure? Well, for me, my recommendation would be twofold. If you suffer from high blood pressure, check it once a day or every morning before you eat anything. Mm -hmm. Check your blood pressure and look at the numbers, see if you need to take medication or herbal medicine or not. Don't just take it because you need to know, you need to know if you really need it. Mm -hmm. And don't just take it. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's the monitor and for high blood pressure. Glenda Schillingford, I do have, let me find it here. And by the way, Sandra was about to ask the same question. So I'm happy Glenda asked it. <laughs> So on the link that Simone posted, where I have all my products on mm -hmm. Paris Spot. And, and by the way, guys, it's posted on the first video. So this is a two-part video. So it's posted yes. on the first video because I'm not touching anything on the Facebook Live since it <laughs> disconnected us from the first video. So if you, when the program is over, if you will go back to the first part of the video, you will see the link. You'll be able to click on it and you'll go directly to his um, shop. Yes, I do have blood pressure medicine. Um, herbal um, blend. It's a mixture of uh, different herbs and roots and bark. And uh, specifically, um, it, it was formulated by myself okay, mm -hmm. for, for high blood pressure. Okay, Glenda Schillingford, so. She told me don't touch anything. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> Yes. You gotta get one. And of how do you how do you use the blend? Do you make a tea out of it? Yes, you make yes. a tea out of it. Uh, okay. when, when you get it from me, you get you get instructions on how to do it. Okay, you don't just get a packet of herb. You get instructions step by step, and you 
and you get a plan, mm -hmm. okay? You get a plan on what to eat, what to not eat, what to increase when you take off, mm -hmm. okay? Because let's face it, it, it is null and void to take high blood pressure medicine if you are still ingesting the thing that causes it in the first place. Right. Okay, so the medicine is not going to help you if you keep taking, you know, high salt content foods, mm -hmm. you know, high corn fructose syrup, you know, use a lot of tomato ketchup, you know, and, and stuff like that. You eat a lot of red meat, you eat salty food, you eat spicy foods. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much medicine you take, it's not going to help you. So, Absolutely. Life lifestyle, lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. You, you have to be consistent. you got to be on it. On it, on it, you can't let go. Like I was saying in the first video, uh, before we get cut off, and I'm not sure if I mentioned it at the top of this segment, but guys, it took me 17 years, consecutive years, to get to where I'm at. I'm 60. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I turned 62 days ago. And you know, that's the thing. That's the thing people don't recognize, you know, Bushman, because for me, it took me 15 years to finally adopt a lifestyle where I wasn't overeating on sweet things because I have a sweet tooth, where mm -hmm. I wasn't overindulging in sweet things. So I want us to always keep in mind, this is not an overnight process nope. because I know we see a lot of ads on TV of quick fixes and, you know, do this and, and you're going to be fixed. It's, it takes a lifetime to change your lifestyle. Yes. It is not an overnight thing. So you have to keep, you have to be prepared to, I, I always tell my clients, you have to be, be prepared to fail. And the way you know that you're approaching success is you're failing less, mm -hmm. right? So you, you fail a thousand times, you fail a hundred times, then you fail 50 times, then you fail 30 times, but you have to embrace the failure. Yeah. Because that is for you're gonna keep reverting back to your always, your always, your always. And every time you you just tell yourself, I am not going to stay here. Tomorrow right. I'm going to try again. And then you fail tomorrow and you say, Tomorrow I'm going to try again. And yeah. for you, 17 years, for me, 15 years. Yeah. It's a long process. So you have to be committed. So I'm so happy you're always joining us for these important conversations. Yeah, you know, just to add to uh, what you just said, you know, instant gratification, okay? It's not really, it, it's not good. Instant gratification is not a thing, especially when it comes to your health. There's mm -hmm. no way you could undo 15, 20, 30 years of bad eating habits and undo it in a matter of three weeks. It just, it is impossible. Mm -hmm. And I've had some clients who came to me and they just want this thing to go away. I'm like, no, seriously? It, it doesn't happen that way. Instant gratification when it comes to your health is not a thing. It is not a reality. And you know, the other thing is we, we, we can't really blame our society. We can't blame our community because that's what we're shown. We're shown that life should be a microwave society. You should be able to press a button and two minutes later you have a meal. Yeah. But the reality of it is it takes practice and it takes being very consistent 
And I just don't want us to get stuck on failure. So we fail so many times that we get to the point where we're like, well, I give up. Exactly. Because it's not going to work. But I'm telling you, we still have questions coming in. So I'm sorry we've taken over your program. Bushman of the questions. So we have uh, Jennifer Fadil Johnson. She says in Dominica, calabash is not eaten, but it is considered a healthy food by some people. Is it a good food or how would you prepare it? Calabash. Jennifer, I do not know because I have never worked with it. Mm-hmm. I've eaten from the dry calabash, but as mm-hmm. far as the contents of the board or whatever it's called, the board, I have never um, heard anyone eating it or using it as food, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Rosalind wants you to know she likes your head wrap, so I'll just throw that in. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Glether, uh, can green poppers soaked in water help lower HP, HBP, high blood pressure? High blood pressure, yes. Green papaya, soaking in water. And what you can do also, you can grate it or you can blend it. Because that way, you know, everything, all the nutrients are extracted immediately once you blend it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you don't have to let it soak and wait. Mm-hmm. You just blend it. All the everything's extracted already for you. If you want to strain it, you could. If not, you can just dunk it. Very awesome. Also, boil papaya. You can boil it, nice and soft. It's very good for high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So keep the questions coming, guys. Keep the questions coming because that is what we're here for. But in the meantime, uh, Bushman, I'll help. I'll let you continue with your program on yes. what you would like to educate us on this evening. Yes. Let's talk about. Let's continue with indigestion. Okay. So one of the uh, one of the most common ways people get indigestion is they go and uh, they they lie down as soon as they, they're done eating. That's a very bad habit. It can, it can be difficult to di- digest your food if you're lying down, okay? So that increases, one, the risk of abdominal discomfort. And it's even worse at night, okay? And, and I would encourage you guys to really try hard. If you do eat late at night, you really have to try and not doing that. And I would like to explain why. Okay. When you eat, when you eat, your your body, when you eat the food, the food you eat produces or produces uh, insulin, right? And that's the first thing your body does. You, you get an insulin spike once you eat. As you eating, your insulin spike goes up. Your body, that's the first thing it does. Doesn't matter what it's doing at the time, as soon as you don't eat it and you get that insulin spike, your body is going to forget everything it's doing and it's going to tend to the insulin. Okay, so if you eat at night, what's gonna happen is your body has repair work detoxification and healing to do while you are asleep. So if you eat at night, 
you get an insulin spike, the body is tending to that, it's not doing repair work, it's not detoxic detoxification, it's not repairing. It's it's mending or it's giving attention to the insulin spike it just got from you eating. Okay, so when you do that, your body goes into that mode like, hey, insulin is here, I need it. Your repair work is done while you sleep. Really, really try to not eat before bed, right before bed. Try it earlier, okay? Not before bed because what you're doing, you're going against the natural order of your of your system. You have mm -hmm. body time to heal and repair and detox. And that happens in the night. But if you if your body is digesting or digesting food at night, it's not it's not healing. It's not doing healing work. It's not detoxing. It's not doing repair work. Okay, it's busy digesting that food, that big meal you just ate. Mm -hmm. Okay, so be wary of that, guys. Okay. Yeah, and we have a number of folks who are saying at the times that they eat. So Agnes says she doesn't eat after six p.m. And Glenda says by 7 p.m. So what is the general rule of thumb? How, how many hours should elapse between the time you eat your last meal and the time you go to bed in general? And come a little closer because uh, you're fading away when you go back, uh, Bushman. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Well, mm -hmm. the general rule is that um, you, you don't eat late. So it's better to not eat when it's dark. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and we'll get into that some more. So if your bedtime is say 10 o'clock, okay, and it depends on what time zone you're in, the sun is gonna set a certain time, okay? So you wanna also watch that. So when it's dark, you just don't eat. So if you go to bed at 10, or you mm -hmm. plan to fall asleep at 10, and the sun sets at seven, Okay, that's a good time. Okay, you have three hours there. Right. Okay, mm -hmm. so that, that that's a great, great, great time to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and while we're on the topic, let's talk about fasting because is that, do you think, a, a, a trend or is it something you would recommend? Because we have these folks that fast for 12 hours, so mm -hmm. they don't eat, I'm one of them, they don't eat from six to six. So that, that's usually what I do for about four or five days out of the week. I eat my last meal at 5.36 p.m. and I don't eat until 6 p.m. the next day. So complete fast overnight. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It, it gives your, your system chance and adequate time, ample time to digest that food mm -hmm. and do all the repair work that is supposed to do at night, the healing work, the detox work. So your, your body, your organs aren't busy doing other things besides what it's supposed to do at night. Okay, so if you eat at 5 p.m., that's it, you're good. Okay, different for pregnant women. Okay, pregnant women, you know, you have to snack because the baby, you know, and all of that. Mm -hmm. but, um, just, you know, just for people who aren't pregnant, okay, mm -hmm. just, just try really hard. 
Yeah, yeah but you know, you know, I'm a realist, so I always like to face the reality of our situation. So this did not happen for me overnight, like I said before. So, yeah. so what I would recommend, if you're trying that system, what really helps me to stave off the hunger during night is if I get hungry, I drink some herbal tea. And it just kind of like soothes your stomach. So it kind of just takes away any hunger pain that you have because the hunger pains are going to come there until your body adjusts and you no longer need it. So now I don't really need the tea. If I choose to drink tea, I choose to drink tea, but I don't need it for that purpose. So I think we have to be realistic in terms of what you can expect to experience when you're trying to do these lifestyle changes. So anyone on the live, do you have any experiences with doing the overnight fast and how has that been working for you? And by the way, Amos King just logged in and he says the digestive system needs to rest at night. So hi, Amos. Thank you for joining us. Bushman? Yes. Okay, so one of the teas that you can drink at night, let me pull it up real quick. Mm -hmm. I can that up, Simone. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and most of you are familiar with nettle, right? Nettle leaf. All right, nettle leaf is very high in nutrients. Okay, and if you get hungry at night, if you feel like you're not really hungry, it's just it's just just that habit of of your your stomach missing that food that you you know used to just dump in there. It's, you're not really hungry. Okay, right? You you have a craving. It's not really hunger. Yeah. It's a craving. It's a craving. So. Um, Nettle leaf, you know, is high in iron, potassium, okay, magnesium. It's, it's really one of those herbs that is awesome. Okay, it has protein as well. Okay, so nettle, you could get some nettle leaf. Uh, you can make a nice cup of nettle tea, and uh, you can drink if you feel that craving when it comes on, and and it will. It won't make you feel full. What it will do is it will suppress, okay, that craving. Yeah, I think you're frozen for a little bit. So keep talking. Let's see what happens. Yeah, okay. It, it, it will yes, suppress that feeling. We're back. Okay, so are we back yet, Simone? Yes, yes, we're on. Okay, all right, so. Some of the other things you, you want to do to uh, help mitigate indigestion, and then we'll move on to another topic, is, you know, eat slower. And again, like I said, don't eat before lying down, okay? If you smoke, stop smoking. If you're overweight or you have too much uh, body fat, percentage-wise, try and lose some. Try and lose some of that. And that will help, you know, with your indigestion problem. Okay, so I think I mentioned that already, but in case I missed it, chamomile, okay, it is known to help induce sleep and calm anxiety, and it's very good for indigestion as well. Okay, mm -hmm. if you have that discomfort down there in your gut, you can drink some chamomile tea, but don't ever sweeten your tea with white sugar. You should not be using white sugar in the first place. Right? No white sugar. Put that white sugar aside. Don't use it anymore. Get some honey, stevia, um, 
brown sugar, if you like sugar, if you can do honey and the others, brown sugar is better than white sugar, okay? And it, it will reduce stomach acid, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Paula says, I fast between 6 p.m. and 10 a.m. Wow. I don't get hungry during the night. It's all due to bad habits. Self-control is key, which yeah. I which can be difficult sometimes. I certainly agree with you, Paula. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Good mm -hmm. information. Yeah, and Juliet says, I prepare my spice leaf tea before bed every evening. Great. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so we're sharing lots of great information on this live. So I'm so happy we get a chance to have these conversations with you, um, Bushman. So what else do you have for us? Okay. We talked about we talked about the glucose monitor as well. Yes, it's going to bring that up. Okay. I'm going to hide the name again because I'm not advertising anyone's products. When they said that's right. <laughs> yeah, so this is a miniature um, blood glucose meter. You need to have one of those, all right? You need to have one of those, okay? It's really small, you see the size of it? That's my index finger, see that? It's really small one. You need to have one of those, okay? And uh, it comes with the test strips. You're gonna have test strips, you're gonna need those, all right? Then you're going to need the Lansen device or you can call it a pen if you like, okay? The Lancet device. <clears throat> and then you have the Lancets, okay? Four piece, four parts to it, all right? You need to have a uh, blood glucose meter in your house. Every one of you, okay? Order one from wherever you buy your stuff from. I'm not gonna tell you where to get it, because it's your choice, but you need to have that and you can check your blood sugar in the morning. It's so easy. It's real easy to check your blood sugar in the morning, okay? And uh, if you need the the chart on, 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 you know, what your blood level should be, I can send it to you. Just let me know in the chat, in the comments, and I can send it to you. Or you can just find it online, but it's important that you know what your blood sugar level is. Okay, you, you have to know, don't just take medicine, especially for uh, blood sugar and high blood pressure. Don't just take the medicine. Take it when you need it, but in order to know when you need it is to check it, check your levels. Okay, and do that first thing in the morning before you eat or drink anything. That's the best time to check your blood sugar. And talking about blood sugar, <clears throat> most of you know what that is. Canel, cinnamon. Okay, so cinnamon alleviates blood sugar. All right, you could either chew on it, break a piece, you can put it under your tongue and suck on it in the morning after you check your blood sugar level. And if you need it, or you can make some tea. Okay, you can make some tea, drink, drink that, very good. And with that said, I also have, um, I also have the, uh, where is it? Diabetes tea blend. 
Okay, the diabetes T blend and it's on the link that we got posted and it includes uh, cinnamon, okay, along with, with some other um, awesome barks and roots and, and, um, and seeds that are good for diabetes. Okay, so I also mm -hmm. have that. You are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. In the interest of time, this was only a portion of the Facebook Live interview that we did with uh, Cyril, uh, Cyril Brown, Indigenous Bushman. So again, for the entire video, including his contact information, you can head over to pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-D, the number 10.com, for more information on everything that we talked about, including how you can get in touch with him for your own private consultation, your own private um, interview in terms of anything that you're trying to accomplish with your health and nutrition. So moving right along, as we always do, we have the tip of the week for you today. And this time we're going to head on over to psychologytoday.com. So again, the website psychologytoday.com, which is a great resource if you have questions about your mental health, if you're just not not feeling your best or if someone in your life is struggling with mental health issues or just being weighed down by everything that is going on in the world today. So this particular article is called, If You're Doing Any of These Five Things, Try Self-Compassion. So again, if you're doing any of these five things, try self-compassion. And let's face it, so many of us uh, need that bit of information uh, today because there's so much going on. And we may be feeling, well, you know, I'm not really making any strides on those goals I set out for myself this year. And you might just be giving yourself a hard time. So I want you to always take a minute just to pause and give yourself some self-compassion as we all traverse through this very difficult time together. So here's a little bit from the article. Many times people don't recognize in the moment when self-compassion will help them. The beauty of self-compassion is that it helps us both feel better and do better. It can be very helpful for getting past emotional stuckness. Remember to try it in it in these five situations. So I'll just go ahead and read you maybe two of the situations and then I'll be sure to uh, post this to my website as well so you can have a full understanding of the information. So number one, you're putting off a task that will take less than 15 minutes. Haven't we all been there? 
Sometimes a short task stirs strong emotions for us. Even if the task isn't long or arduous, we put it off. You might spend more, many more minutes dreading the task than how long it would actually take to do it. Try compassionate self-talk to see if it helps you move on from procrastination and get your task done. These are tips at the end of the post for how to do this. If you have negative expectations of how the task will go or the task has some uncertainty attached to it, give yourself self-compassion about that. Number two, you're trying to prevent every worry in your mind that your mind generates. So again, you're trying to prevent every worry your mind generates. For anxious people, worries are like a game of whack-a-mole. No matter how much your mind works on your worries, they keep popping back up. You can try the short exercise from this video, and there's a link to the video, to identify which worries you have any control over and which you don't. Then try self-compassion as outlined at the end of this post. So again, just the beginning of a very important article from Psychology Today for anyone who's feeling overwhelmed, stressed, frustrated during this very trying time. So again, the name of the article, if you're doing any of these five things, try self-compassion. And so I will go ahead and post this to my website, pushpast10.com for more information. So you can actually maybe print it out, take some notes, or just keep it handy every time you start feeling overwhelmed or if someone in your life needs this information. So here we are at the end of yet another program. Always great being here with you. I look forward each and every week to getting powered up, getting energized with you right here on Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. And as always, we have a featured video for you. I have to tell you, we had a blast <laughs> last week on Sassenu. We had a uh, queen of uh, Creole, Kadaslipso, Mrs. Ophelia Marie. She stopped by to tell us all about the month or of the elderly, which is September this month. And she also told us, told us all about the activities and events that are ongoing to support the elderly in Dominica. So we had a blast. We had a fun time. We just engaged each other, speaking only Creole as always, and just engaging each other and the audience and sharing the information. And I went ahead and posted their information in case you would like to support their efforts as well with everything that they're doing for the elderly in Dominica. So all on my website, pushpast10.com, if you would like to catch up on that video of Sase Nu from last Wednesday. And don't forget, while you're there, check out the podcast for any episodes of Untapped Potential that you may have missed along the way. So we are back next week. We're doing it again. Actually, we're off for a little vacation 
this week to Florida because it's already fall break <laughs> down here in Georgia. So Sophia is off from school. So we're off to, to uh, Florida for a little break, maybe go to the beach and just enjoy some relaxation. So I hope that you will have a great week and we will be back again next week for another episode of Untapped Potential. And I haven't quite figured out who my guest will be because we have so many great interviews, but I'm sure that it will be a powerful interview. And recently, last Saturday, actually, we had Mr. Daryl Tulor sub by for our Facebook Live. So October, we're going to be celebrating Dominica like we did last October, because as you know, November 3rd is the independence celebration of Dominica. So all months of October, we will be celebrating Dominica in one way or the other. So we have, we've already had the chief cultural officer, Mr. Olson Matthews, stop by uh, for a Facebook Live interview. And then we had Mr. Daryl Tulor, which is an international director of the performing arts and he's using uh, uh, performing arts to heal pain and to resolve conflicts all over the world. So we had a powerful interview with him. And as a matter of fact, his interview got a, about a thousand views in one day, which is kind of typical for most of the Facebook Live programming that I do. So very exciting. I'll be sure to bring you his interview as well in October. So we're looking forward to October. So with that, as we always say at the end of the program, remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active. And remember that your life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential each and every day. And with that, I want you to have a wonderful week. Hopefully the sun will be back out here in Georgia by the time we come back from Florida. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to some better weather when we get back from Florida. So you have yourself a wonderful week and I will see you right back here next Tuesday for another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio.